0: People, have a wee drink. It's Dave. Oh. It's Duncan. <laughs> I know
1: we we're doing this slangy account.
0: It's the last review of the evening.
1: We've glasses four. Are... Count, count the glasses are. I don't even. Are they in release order? Yes. This might be the first one that drops. And that's <laughs> no. like, this is the last one of the fucking thing. They get more sober as time goes on.
0: <laughs> no, um, this will be the last. This is a this is an end yeah. of October one. Um, count
1: the t-shirts. End of October. Yeah they not even the end of September.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. That's how, That's how our... we roll
1: here, fucking serious and shit.
0: Scheduled. That's right, Duncan. Scheduled. <laughs> Is that uh... the
1: universal hand signal for schedule? <laughs> schedule. It's a smiley face. Schedule.
0: schedule. Everyone's happy with our schedule, Duncan.
1: Everyone's schedule.
0: I'll, I'm um, the same.
1: I will use spreadsheet.
0: Nice. Um, so, for this review, Duncan and I have been checking out the new album from chaotic hardcore band... Rail, The band's oh, new album Getting all riled up Dave but, oh, Incredibly The new album <laughs> Pessimist Will be released On October 27th Via Church Road Records
1: Oh It's all Starting to make <laughs> Sense
0: Yes Um Another Debut album On Church Road Records This is a debut This is a debut Um Which Where is the a- from? Uh I actually don't know. That we need a, to
1: find out we need this information. They don't a, send British.
0: That's a good point, Logan. Uh, they don't like They stick.
1: will find out I'll distract you. Salt so, Lake
0: City, Utah.
1: Oh, that's Mormon country. Interesting.
0: Um Yeah, um Yeah, That's yeah, I mean Church Road Records. We, love, records, we love Church Road Records and they are continuing.
1: Church Road Records.
0: <laughs> Get on a t shirt, because we'll love it. All right. <laughs>
1: Can we get it on a t shirt? Like see if Church Road Records want to make a T shirt just for me and Dave that says we love Church Road Records, I'll I wear would wear it every time we do one of these videos because that's how quickly I will sell out. <laughs> Dave, on the other hand, he has standards and answers to different corporate masters, but me, free T shirt, every recording.
0: Every Watch recording.
1: me. Till there's fucking holes in
0: it. <laughs> um Yeah, we we've talked about um other labels on reviews this evening who, who have snatched up a ton of ton of bands who are on their tra- trajectory um, to bigger funny. things. Yeah. Um, Church Road Records though, they seem to be snatching up bands who are at the start of their careers and are clearly going to do big things. They um,
1: have an interesting they seem to be like The other, the other record labels, you could say, have an easier job because what they're dealing with is established bands that have released content that are already charting a fan base and whatnot. And what they're saying is, right, we want some of that and we will elevate them. I think it's harder to get the bands that haven't done any. You know, Mm. like the gamble—you've heard the demo or you've seen the live show or whatever—and you're like, that there's something here that if we put time, money and investment into it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna find its way. It's gonna find its audience, it's gonna find its sound. Mm. And Church Road Records are eerily good at this. Like you only have mm-hmm. to look at what they've done in the last couple of years, particularly with bands yeah. either passing through the roster or the ones that are still on it that are just delivering like fucking straight fire. Mm-hmm. Um so, this makes sense to well I was uh, my words to Dave beforehand was i was I was interested to find out how this one got on his radar because Dave has a very strict screening process, <laughs> and this didn't naturally fit a lot of what Dave would generally screen or allow to pass the screen uh, it does make sense once you've listened to it, but some if you listen to if, if you listen to one song for everything that comes at your inbox. You literally wouldn't have time to do anything else. <laughs> I'd be talking to an empty chair right now. What do you think, Dave? I'm, I'm listening really? to them right I now, suggest-
0: actually, Duncan. You don't know it, but... <laughs> 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 Screen them as we speak, Duncan. Um, this hardcore trio, Trio, um, Ryle, trio? Are, trio, um, are one of I the label's statements. newest recruits. Um, but this isn't their first time to the barbecue, Duncan. Oh, no. This band's lineup features members from the renowned group Cult Leader, bringing a wealth of experience and a collective passion for creating music that resonates with listeners on a visceral level. Pessimist is a cathartic journey through the depths of human emotion, delving into themes of inner turmoil, existential struggles, and the darker aspects of the human psyche. From start to finish, the album showcases Ryle's exceptional musicianship and their ability to craft songs that are both haunting and sonically crushing. With their heartfelt and thought-provoking lyrics, Ryle lays bare their vulnerabilities and fears, inviting listeners to confront their own inner demons. The album's dynamic production enhances the intensity of each track, immersing the audience in a maelstrom of sound that leaves a lasting impact here's where it gets further sexy <laughs> the album was <laughs>
1: further sexy, right. further sexy. It was already sexy right? this is like listen we've exposed the nipples here come the junk leads
0: <laughs> the album was recorded by Wes Johnson at Archive Recordings and mixed by Kurt Ballou at God City Studios. And Mastered by Brad Boatwright at Audio like, Siege.
1: So when I was like that, I'm interested to hear how, how this one made it onto your radar. Is <laughs> I'll be a record label, a PR company or something. I didn't realise it was like the fucking holy trinity. <laughs> yeah. This is this was the father, the son, and the holy ghost of the email <laughs> yes. statements We're just like that. This, not only did it tick one of my fields that I put to check and screen all my emails, it hit six.
0: Yes. <laughs> yep.
1: It explains a lot because this sounds.
0: This is, yeah. Fucking huge. This one set the alarms off when it went through airport security.
1: It's like Ghostbusters. We got one! <laughs> <laughs> fucking yep. Ecto 1 spinning it up. Uh, like, yeah, it's, it's all making sense. It's all come, You know what this is? This is all coming up, Davey. Yeah.
0: When this one walked through airport security, I said, Come with me, sir. (laughs) Need to investigate a little further. Yeah, Um, this
1: one requires a full cavity, sir. (laughs) Yes, it does. We're going deep on this one. What's that? I said, We're going deep on this one. Oh, yes,
0: we are. Yes, we are. Hmm. Um, So, six songs, just over 32 minutes. Um, And this, this is the type of album, Duncan, that gets me nice and excited. You can, you can tell, you can tell from the get go. You visibly
1: tell. Like Dave has a cushion over his lap right now, um, and he didn't stand up because he be pulled from the internet.
0: Oh no, not today, Duncan. Not today. Only behind the paywall. Um, yeah, you can tell these guys. What?
1: think that the p ball is just a camera in your dick <laughs> well that's just as reviews from just the actually.
0: crotch <laughs> um
1: anyway the album right anyway away.
0: the album um going deep this uh yeah you can you can tell there's there's a there's a ton of experience R- right from the start of this album. Uh, you've got Sam Richards on guitar and vocals. He plays bass and cult leader, as I mentioned. Um, but the other guys have also been in bands as well. So drummer Brian Fell. I think he's in a band called The Ditch and The Delta, who we spoke about on a podcast a while back. Oh, wow. Fuck yeah, um, a while ago. And guitarist Matt also plays in a band called Heartless Breakers. Um so this doesn't sound like, you know, their first time doing this. They've obviously been in, uh, you know, have a bit of experience from those previous bands. It has has the execution of a band that's been doing this for a long yeah. time. Um, the, the songs are well thought out and arranged. Um, the album is pieced together in a way that lets it flow um, and makes sense uh, dynamically um, and shows each kind of different side of the band. Um, I'd heard I'd heard one single prior to hearing the album, uh, which was Climb Out, I think it's the second track. Um yep. And I could, when I heard it on the album, I was like, I can totally see why they've released that as a, a first single. Um, because it has that, like, very abrasive, like, this hardcore bite and delivery, but it has something else kind of woven through it. Um, and it, it kind of, when I heard that, I was like, oh, it kind of reminded me a little bit of a band we just reviewed recently called Great Falls. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it had this very, like, dissonant, miserable, kind of melodic streak through it. Um, yeah. And that, that kinda of piqued my interest when I heard it because I could tell that this was there was gonna be more to this than kinda of meets the eye. Um that being said, the opening track kinda of delivers what I expected from a band featuring cult leader <laughs> members. Um, yeah. it's like like a huge slab of chaotic hardcore. It has the the kind of the, the dissonance and the disjointed feel of a band like Gaza, but it has these slower more meaty sections, reminded me of even, like, kind of Telos from, from Denmark. Um, great balance of chaos and groove, uh, with a huge ending to the track as well. Just what I love. Um, and endings are one of their specialties here, like, you hear it on pretty much every track. Um, climb out the second track, uh, and, and the first single has a big filthy end riff. Um, I, think, I think there was only one track that doesn't come with, like, a big crushing ending, but I'll come on to that track. Um, As the album goes on, they do start to kind of spread their wings a bit more. They delve further into these kind of more atmospheric textures, um, which sound more expansive. It's a bit more melodic, not in a cheery, upbeat way, but it still has a very miserable kind of undertone to it. Um, But it works incredibly well on uh, on pessimist. That giving you an album that that constantly kind of shifts in in intensity. Um, Then we get to Stone Tapes, which is the the longest track. Um, and works works very well as the kind of counterpart to um, Hidden from Light, which was a bit kind of slower in pace. Um, and Stone Tapes is is perfectly placed as track four and gives you this the most melodic track of the of the release. Um, clean vocals all the way through, which are very kind of nineties, almost indie feel to them. Um, <laughs> it's
1: total indie. Is that reverb and the kind of. I want the temper Yeah, oh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. yeah. You're like, what the fuck is it? it <laughs> shouldn't work. Yeah, Should not work. Shouldn't work. Fucking works.
0: Well, it works. Um, those are against a kind of backdrop of slightly distorted kind of lead-heavy guitars and with big kind of atmospheric rung-out chords, lots of kind of tom work. Uh, a great track, and it sounds huge in a different way to have heard before. Um, I'm not sure if there's two members doing vocals on that one but I loved the there's
1: the, two different tones so yeah I thought it's so it's either he's he's gone back and done another thing or there's someone else leaning into it I would like yeah. to think it's the second but I don't know
0: yeah there's a there is a there's a clean tone and there's some kind of like more like distant screams in the background as well so it might be two different guys do you um, know what it's
1: like the band will let us know
0: or yeah. the internet
1: <laughs> will let us know one of the two and um, I appreciate
0: it please do yeah please do. Um, and then the album cleverly builds into something with much more visceral tones on half love. Um, but they transitioned into that very seamlessly from stone tapes. Um, and again, give you a little kind of scattering of those clean vocals again in the background, which I liked. Um, they did just, you know, abandon it after, after that one track. Um, then the, the closer of the title track, which goes back to the more kind of chaotic, more hardcore driven style. Um, has some of the best riffs on the release, though. On that last track, I loved the the, the final track. The guitars sound thick on that last track. Um, I, when I was listening to it, I was like, Have they changed the tuning or something on that last track? Because it's <laughs> it sounds lower, like it sounds sludgier, but it does sound slightly lower. Um, i maybe imagining it, but um, it works really well, um, against the um, uh, in conjunction with the kind of last couple of bars where they go like really harsh and mega distorted I thought that worked really well. Um, production wise it's as you'd expect with the, the kind of trio the of... Is,
1: it's the dream dream team. It's yeah. the American dream team. Right? <laughs> it's not the international our international dream team is Jacob Redel and Brad Boatwright but the American Dream Team is never going to not be Kurt below and Brad Boatwright. Yeah, absolutely. It's never um, not like everything those two guys collaborate on. It just is. Led well, straight up Savage. And yeah. then,
0: then um. It's yeah. It's raw, but not in like a like a thin, lo fi way. It's 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 got meat to it in the mm. the kind of pummeling parts. But the sound design also transfers really well into the the kind of cleaner parts of the album as well. Um, I loved the I loved the vocal recording on this. I think. Um, I think Sam sounds like a, a man possessed and quite unhinged at times, but I think that adds to the chaos of it all as well. Um, and I think for a debut, they've done a really good job of not getting not getting too carried away and overstuffing this album with too many ideas. Um, it's, it's chaotic and violent, but it's controlled really well. Um, bands sometimes you know have a tendency to go overboard on a debut and just unload every musical idea they've had in in yeah. one release, but I think that previous experience has worked in their favor here and it shows in the final project. Um, yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed this. Um, I think these guys have potential. Um, it sounds like that kind of Churchill Records first album debut quality where you know things yeah. are just going to go up and up and up with every release. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to hearing what these guys do next. I definitely um, recommend you checking this one out if, you've, if you like any of the styles or bands that um, they've been in before. Then definitely give it a listen. Um, what about yourself? What did you think of pessimist?
1: So I said to you before we started recording, Dave. I gave him the heads up, and I need to give the, the listeners that we should have a warning statement. All right. Please be warned. Duncan's about to go off-piste. Um, so, like for me, I was loving everything this album was doing, and then we hit track four, stone tapes, mm. and that's when I was like. Like one, the placement of the song is perfect. Two, the ideas and composition on it's perfect. And three, I, l- I love everything they're doing here. Mm. Um, I don't know if everyone knows what a stone tape actually is. Do you oh. know what a stone tape is? Uh, I do not. Right. So, like, you know, this is my wheelhouse. Like, like <laughs> a, a weird, fucking, obscure knowledge that just like carries with me, and instantly will make me want to listen to. Like, of all the tracks on here, it was the one as soon as I saw the track list, I was like oh holy fuck, this better be what I think it's about. Um, so a stone tape is, in paranormal circles, is the belief that someone's anima, their essence or soul or something can be imprinted on a stone which will then replay like a cassette tape. Right. Essentially like holding the memory of a ghost Right. to replay over and over and over again. It's a fucking fascinating concept and the only reason i know it is there's an obscure 70s fucking uk i think it was a movie called the stone tapes which is fucking incredible you should watch it it's very weird and very 70s and everyone was clearly high as fuck when they did it but it's amazing (laughs) um so i've done my reading in on it so i was listening to a track and i just had this weird vibe like oozing through it where i was just like that yeah there's like clearly these guys understand what this is and that's what they're linking in this is where they read a comment saying actually no duncan um it about a measuring tape made of stone uh so you're wrong but that's like I, I instantly hooked in on that one and i realized from my perspective listening to that track particularly there's depth here there's maturity now i just assumed it had a few albums out (laughs) because of how this sounds i think you're right in a lot of respects this feels effortlessly confident yeah like the the chaotic parts particularly on the first two tracks and on the last track are just so at the forefront of their sound Mm. that you could be confused by thinking this is a band it's a band who have just been signed desperately trying to get their sound out there, but then Hidden from Lightstone Tapes and Half Love are against that. So half the album feels like that kind of boorish, first release, grab everyone's attention, put your like mark on the industry. Mm. Another half of it feels very measured, clinical, and mature. Mm. So you get this kind of weird juxtaposition between the two, but the the way the songs are crafted, the production and the delivery is is seamless throughout. Leaning into that production, everything sounds weighty, like very, yeah. very, 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 very heavy. Even, even the bits with atmosphere feel clouded in a weight that just is, is almost kind of claustrophobic and I kind of love that element about it. Mm. Vocally, it's fucking savage, notwithstanding the stone tapes where we allow huge swaths of melody to come in, which... As you mentioned before, I don't keep notes, but it was in the back of my head that it did remind me of a lot of like '90s Brit pop. Mm. Um, I just kind of almost that kind of spoken wordy way. But the, the 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 band have a great grasp on that of that kind of borderline almost Dillinger Escape Plan chaotic vocal yeah. and this this melodic spoken wordy sheen that just carries you through hmm. um, it's an album which is surprisingly challenging at times even though it doesn't have complex time signatures or even dramatic switch ups yeah. like when you listen to Pessimist Pessimist as a closing track and the title track is savagely brutal and by the end of the track we are draping things in, in dissonance and you know like, like heavy 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 discordant Mm-hmm. disgusting feedbacky tones. Um and when you juxtapose that with a track like Hidden from Light, which is heavy but has those like has a more refined approach to delivery. It's it's really interesting seeing those those things work on the same album. Mm-hmm. Um, I think compositionally it's really, really interesting. I think the they have chaos in them, but it's not chaos from the standpoint of we're going to hit you with these angular chords or whatever it's chaos in that the delivery feels like unhinged it yeah. kind of feels like the band of like broken free of whatever confines you've got them on and there's a savage element right in your face that's almost being restrained flat like mm. scene in Hannibal where Hannibal to fucking like goes right up and it's right there you get a little jump scare the band feels like at any moment it's volatile enough to break through and and like things just completely lose control Mm. but it's always held back just on the cusp of that and it's really 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 refreshing comes with maturity musicians and that they don't do that it'd be very easily just to crank this up to 11 and kind of lose me a little bit and they never do that they 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 have a, a surprising amount of control I don't know how much of that is coming from the band themselves, how much of it is coming that from the recording process of someone telling them it's one step too far or we need to, to lock in. I'm gonna err on the side of the band here just because of their lineage, their yeah. you know their career. Um and what what is like weirdly engaging about this one is it's a savage piece of music. It's like it's a savage 32 minutes. But weirdly, when it finishes, there is something that makes you kind of want to go back in again. Yeah. Whereas there's a lot of chaotic stuff that you will listen to, that we've listened to, that when it finishes, you're kind of like, fallout boy, anyone? Right? You shove something <laughs> else on, then you come back to it later. There's something about "Pessimist" by Rail that kind of feels when it finishes that you almost kind of feel like you kind of want to go back in again and go through it. Mm. I listened to this four times because one because of the length, it's short enough that makes me want to do that, but two there was something in the sound, specifically the way the guitars and uh, bass are produced on this one. There's a thickness and quality in that one that really wanted me to investigate more of what they were doing, and the, yeah. the, the musicianship is not just locked in they go off and explore their own territories and it really, really, really works. Um, I think this is brilliant for, for like a, like a debut. I, I hear a lot of potential here. Mm. I, I hear a lot of ideas that feel like the band are kind of working some stuff out. And yeah. yes, some of it is in one vein and some of it is in another. And the way the songs are placed out, essentially two more chaotic songs, uh, middle three, which are maybe more experimental, avant-garde's the wrong word but something that explores space more and texture and a closing song that's very indicative of the start, Mm -hmm. kind of feels like the band are fleshing out the confines of what they can do Mm -hmm. and I think Churchill Records is one, a great fit for them and 2 we'll only develop this band further Um, I don't think we've heard the last from Ryle Mm -hmm. and I get a sneaky suspicion we might be like a year or two years away from another album where we're like Oh, it's all locked in now. Yeah. Like, I hear the ideas, I hear the concepts. I don't think it all seamlessly fits. Mm. But it's an interesting listen, nonetheless. And I think the quality of the songs themselves speak volumes. And they've done that. Listen, they're a band that are smart enough to pick a really great producer, a really great mixer, a great record label. a mm. smart head on their shoulders. The only thing that's missing for is that next level of, ref- of refinement. On yeah. the songwriting, to, I think, elevate them above the score that I will give them. But yeah, yeah. I thought this was really, really, really good.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, scores for Pessimist by Ryle. Um, I, I think these guys have huge potential. Um, I imagine if this is, you know, if this project is serious and they're going to treat this like, you know, a proper band and not like a kind of side project, um, they definitely have got potential to go on and do bigger things. Um, They've got all the tools right there, you can hear, like even on this first release, it doesn't necessarily sound like a debut. Um, Right now for me, I'm probably a 4 out of 5 but I firmly believe these guys have bigger things in them for the future and I'm really excited to see where they kind of go next. Um, What about yourself? What are you thinking?
1: Like, Aren't we just like lovey-dovey tonight? This is a 4 out of 5 for me. (laughs) I genuinely think there's so much scope and potential here. Mm. Like the, the like specifically on Stone Tapes, they show a side that when I was listening to, that, I was like, "This is like like you could start if they bleed that into other tracks, which are much more abrasive." Mm. Like they, they, they've unlocked the secrets like yeah. to this genre of music. Like mm. more of that. I'd like this, the, the, the the biggest criticism of having a track like Stone Tapes is it's so clean against the background of everything else that it makes you wonder why those clean elements don't bleed into other tracks as much. Mm. Um, I think they're not far away from that. It might yeah. be a confidence thing. And maybe, like, we feel like we can only, if we're going to do this, we can only do it on a track that's fully like this. Mm. And I would say to the band, if they are listening, you could use elements and incorporate this and other tracks to make them sound grander. I think this is a great debut. I'm expecting big things from Ryle. I, Mm. I, I genuinely think we are, like, we're talking about one of those bands that. Or maybe an album two albums away from us going like that well this is just fucking awesome Yep. um and then just the shortest review ever uh so well this review is almost the length of the album so let's That's bring true. it in dave
0: okay uh yeah so that is our review of the new album from Rail. Uh, pessimist is out on october 27th on church road records links below the band and the band camp pre-order check it out um, let us know your thoughts once you have a listen I'm happy to hear your opinions on it um, that is the review, thanks for checking it out we'll be back with another review very soon but until then take care, speak to you soon bye everyone you don't have